this episode of Blitzed. It's brought to you by Rip Curl, and with winter kicking in, it's time to get new rubber, and you can't do better than the Flash Bomb Fusion wetsuit. With the Fusion Dry Seam technology, you can stay warmer for longer in the revolutionary wetty with seams that do not leak. I just got together with Nick Pollett, and we've just finished making a new Rip Curl search edit with Mace, Mick, and Gabby somewhere in the uh, secret faraway realms of desert Australia and mate they're all repping the flash bomb fusion weddy and they are freaking when we're going through all the footage you know there's there's big chunks of the boys holding up the weddies and talking about them just going these things are the best they've ever made so they're built using a hundred percent e7 flash lining the flash bomb fusion with the fusion dry seam technology it's the ultimate balance of flexibility warmth and durability so experience over 50 years of innovation fused into one weddy that is 96% stitch-free. That's the Flash Bomb Fusion Wetsuit. Get it now at ripcurl.com. Competition surfing. Rashes. Oh, yeah. Baby, I can't get Williams. Welcome to Blitz, the show dedicated to those lives spent chasing dreams between the hooters. Uh, right now, obviously, everyone is sitting around twiddling thumbs, waiting to see Felipe Toledo when he's 92nd Vivo Rio Pro. And if you're listening to this on a Friday, it's looking likely that things will kick back into gear tonight. Uh, the men's side, far out, it's so hard to go past the Brazilians. Uh, the big three at home, Pip, Italo, Gabe. Uh, and then just right on their heels, Joao Shanka and Sammy Pupo. Uh, although, interesting, tonight, if it, if it does kick in, Gabe and Sammy have a heat against each other. That is going to be fireworks. Fuck, that's going to be a good heat. Regardless of the waves, you'd imagine. Uh, on the women's side of things, uh, <laughs> mate, seriously, just uh, draw a name out of a hat. Um, Rissmore absolutely having a heater of a year. Crikey, her brain must just think, fuck, what happened to the old system? It's just, you know, two years in a row, she's just been blitzing. She'd be well on her way to uh, catching our Steph. But, you know, I think after what happened last year at Trestles, she's probably thinking, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hit the ground running uh, and really build into that Rip Curl WSL finals. Uh, Marksy and T-Dub obviously on fire as well. Uh, big surprise, Steph, already gone. And needing results, Steph, to uh, chase down that top five. I mean, J-Bay, Chopes on the way. J-Bay, course, she'll be needing a result over there. Um, big heats tonight, if uh, the women's do run, is Molly Picklam against the Olympian, Joanne DeFay. And uh, in the other back half elimination round heats is uh, Tatiana Weston-Webb against Katie Simmers. So they're pretty amazing matchups, and that means uh, big names will be exiting the draw early in Brazil. But who cares? Uh, today we're not focusing on the CT. We're focusing on the Chang, the mighty Changers, and the big Aussie push that will hopefully start to uh, gain momentum over there in Belito, South Africa. And today we're going to catch up with the number one ranked surfer on the Chang, WA's Jacob Wilcox. 
a guy who has tasted CT competition through uh, wild cards over the years. Had a little taste. He's had success too. He's gone deep in a few draws. But uh, man, oh man, he has basically grinded his dick off on the queue for uh, a long time now. And he's had some heartbreaking near misses. None more devastating than last year when uh, he, uh, Morgan Siblick and Dylan Moffat finished 11th, 12th and 13th on the Chang ratings after Halle Eva made a fuck off. Can you believe it? A whole year and you miss out with your best mates, your touring buddies by one, two and three spots. Of course, the uh, top 10 qualify. But uh, yeah, this year, Chippo is in a fantastic position after a quarterfinal at Snapper, the first Chang, and then a second. He made the final at Narrabeen, and he's on top of those rankings and leading the Aussie charge with only four more events to serve. Fuck, can you believe it? Chang has whittled down from last year's eight-event season to six events this year, which I like. I like it a lot because, uh, yeah, after Bolito... The job is half done, and we'll have a really good idea of who's sitting where in the race for was CT qualification. So Chippo is over there in South Africa right now. The line isn't fantastic, so sorry about the audio quality, but if you're a fan of pro surfing, you'll stick with Chippo, and uh, let's have a chat to him right now. All right, well, welcome to Blitzed, Jacob Wilcox. G'day, brother. How's things over there? You're in South Africa. Yeah, hey, Bono. Yeah, it's pretty sick over here. Uh, pretty fun waves. Uh, there's actually been a bit of swell the last couple of days, which has been nice. Uh, but it looks like it might be a little bit flat for the comp. Flat for the comp. Oh, fucking that'd be right. Fuck, you, you leave Australia at number one on the rankings and you turn up to South Africa and it's dead flat. <laughs> yeah, what can, you, what can you do? It's pretty classy. Yeah, man. So um, <laughs> just before we get into things, you just got back from Fiji and you were over there with the, what was it? The Rip Curl Search Virtual Pro winner. Uh, how was Virtual it? Pro winner. Nico. Yeah. I spoke to him. Yeah. You did? With, with Nick and his mates. Oh, he's a legend. Hey. Was, um, I, I was stoked he won the, won the Virtual Pro and me and I don't get to go along. It was like... I don't really think I'd really done like a trip like that before. It was like, um, was he was he good dude? Could he five, could he man. rinse it out there, or how did he go? Yeah, yeah, he was throwing it up there. He's the best on ground for the amount of surfs he was doing. He'd do like three <laughs> surfs a day, and me, me and Owen would just be like dehydrated sultanas in the bed, and he'd be going for another surf. But, um, <laughs> hey man, yeah, um, it was. How did you go hanging with the big O? How's he doing? Yeah, Big O was good. It was, um, it was pretty. It was a pretty cool feeling for me. Like the last day, we card break probably got I don't know six eight foot, and um, it's pretty surreal being able to surf out there with Owen. And I was like, he was probably a bit over me how many questions I was asking him the whole trip. But I was just oh. like peppering him with questions, just trying to get as much out of him as I could. And um, oh, I was pretty sick being able yeah. to cloud break um, with him. And he, he got some sick lines. I got one or two. And yeah, it was like one of those things that you dream about when you're little kid watching him in the comp at um, BG. So that's mad. It was a special man. trip and what else? Uh, we, we both um, learned how to foil. That was pretty funny. Oh, no. So, don't um, do it. <laughs> we're both foil wankers now. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let's get stuck into it. Mate, look, con- congrats on 
you know, an amazing start to the year. So frothing for you. Um, you know, we've been trying to catch up for a while now. And talk about the start of this year. Like, what's different for you? Like, what what clicked? Um, yeah, it was actually, yeah, it was a pretty good start to the year. I don't know, maybe uh, just a bit more belief. Belief in myself, belief in what I'm doing than maybe the previous years. But I've had a couple of close kind of years where I've almost got there and um, just haven't. So each one of those years, it just kind of reminded me that I'm, I'm on the right path and that I'm getting closer and closer. So hopefully this can be the year that I can crack it. And I think it's just like probably a product of all the work that I probably put in off season and a few changes that I made in my life and where I've been living and the work I've been putting in through that. So that definitely makes you probably, probably what makes me probably a better competitive surfer. And I hope I can just keep building on that. And yeah, it's going to be good to, hopefully get the job done this year, but there's still some work to be done. But I feel like, yeah, got got the feet going in the right direction. What are those changes, mate? Like, I mean, you know, you've been around for a while. You've you've surfed in CTs. We, we first got wind of you, like, in Portugal years and years ago. I'm competitively, I mean, uh, anyone who's from Australia had seen, you know, what you were doing at a young age in, in those monstro cones of mortal conequence. But, you know, we've, we've seen you take down the best for years. What's been the changes that you've been making to, to sort of get this edge? Yeah, I think the biggest one is probably just like moving to the east coast of Australia and just like putting myself in a position where I felt probably just taking out of my comfort zone. So comfortable at home and inside WA and um, just kind of getting outside my comfort zone and putting a lot more training in to my surfing and uh, just being closer to DHD over there and being able to just put heaps of work into um probably just make my equipment way better mm. and um, that's been pretty pretty big and then just having a lot more people to surf with as well like in WA there's, you kind of go surfing and you surf with your mates when they finish finish work and then um, you pretty much just surf by yourself a lot and, and you wouldn't have too many people to kind of push you um, <laughs> I can see the boys in the background layering up who's that Mikey Morgs you got a you got a yeah. mad posse there yeah, it's Mikey. Uh, yeah, Mikey. Mikey. I, was trying, I was trying to get him shit together. Yeah, all good. Uh, so, mate, look, is there an element in that change? You know, is is there an actual sort of like, I don't know, a mental element of having to embrace and love small, shitty, fucked up crap surf? Because, you know, like if you think about your clips, like into dust by default, you're looking at world-class surfing. Like, you're looking at surfing that only a handful of people are capable of doing. And I think there's a danger when you, you know, you get to tap into the ocean on that level where you turn up to a contest and you can resent the fact that you're having a fucking surf against crew who are really good in that surf. And, yeah, I feel like there's there's a disconnect or there's the danger of a disconnect at least where you might find yourself going, I fucking hate this, and you can't be yeah, like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely can't be like that. But yeah, I think it's probably just like an unconscious mindset thing that when you're 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 around good waves so so often and so used to it, and then like when um, you have to go away and the waves that you surf in kind of suck, and it's just I don't know. It's just it's hard to get motivated, hard to get into it. But I'm living on the Goldie, the waves always kind of suck. So yeah. so used to it and. Yeah, yeah, but man, you've also scored like probably the best run of swell that we've had in years. It's just been cooking up there for the for this year at least. Maybe that's maybe that's kind of like fed into your enthusiasm a little bit. Oh, maybe I don't know. I, 
I feel like I've served, I've, I've served Snapper and I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, a, it's a completely different type of surfing. Even when the waves are good, it's like not ugly the waves that I get a lot of enjoyment from. But yeah, mm. that's perfect. That's one of the reasons that I'm there for, to be amongst that competitive feeling and to go out and have those surfs where it's just so competitive. Like, um, that's what I feel like it's made me better. So yeah, it's good being exposed to that and sometimes I'm not always like it, but I think it's good to be out of your comfort zone. I feel like I've grown a lot from it and I probably haven't mentioned this as well, but like surfing Australia, there's have such a good hub there on the Gold Coast and there's so many of us boys that are all staying here together that we all go there and train and just like brought us close together. So we're all in the same program. We're putting in, putting in work. So when we go over here, like we all help each other out and, um, yeah, it just kind of feels like we're bringing our home on the Goldie for all the events as well. So it um, feels pretty natural. Yeah, man. I, I trip when I'm whenever I'm at that HPC. You know, there's Jack Robbo in there. There's freaking you're in there. There's Cal Robbo in there. There's like there's always someone in there. You know, from a, a spectator's point of view, you you see that camaraderie of all you guys on tour, but that's. That's happening at the HPC. You see you guys training together. There's a there's a proper energy that's simmering and boiling before you even leave to go on these campaigns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it, yeah, you nailed it. It's um everyone's there training together, doing everything together. So I feel that's where you put it in putting in all your work for your campaigns and then all this stuff when you go away, like it's almost like the work's been done already and this is where you can kind of tap in and hopefully get the results and that's the reward for the work that you put in when you're at home. Mm. Mate, um, you know, as I said, you've, you've been around for a while. You're, you're one of those surfers who experienced the old QS and now the regional into the into the Changers. How is it different? Like, do, do you think it's it's working for you? Is it something that you've had to, to adjust to? Like, yeah, what, what's the sort of difference there? Yeah, it's definitely different. Like, um but I think it's probably good. You just you're not traveling all over the world for small star QS events, which is awesome and it allowed so many people to have really fun life experiences and trips. But how the how it's all structured now, I think, is a lot better with the different different tours and the, um, the pathways just super clear of how you get there. You do your regional, then you do the challenger, then you qualify. Um, and I think the the challenger events now have like are a little bit more legit than what they might have been in the old system. It's kind of been created to be its own kind of tour and almost like a mini CT in a way. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's working pretty good. I think most people like it. I think at the start um, when it was a change, everyone was maybe a little bit soft on it, and then even just like the say the people that have did the Challenger Series and they might not have qualified and then they might have been outside the reef qualification point to get back on the Challenger for this year and then have to go back to the regional. That seems like it's a little bit strange and how sometimes the regional events are on at the same time as the Challenger events. Like That's also a bit of a weird one, but I think they're, they're, work, yeah. they're working that Yeah, there's a few... Yeah. few teething issues there, I suppose, but um, sure, yeah, I guess the, the good thing is that, you know... Eight comps. It's it's the goals are clear. You, you're not really getting muddled up with your travel plans or anything. You know, there was so much fucking just to have to consider 
uh, even time away from family and fucking missing out on good swells and just, just the amount of mental drainage on that old QS is so crazy. Whereas, you know, with this new system, at least you can really zone in on what your goals are and, and what you need to do to achieve. But still, man, like, you know, like on the back of last year's disappointment, you know I mean, you, yourself, Morgs, Dill Moffat, three close mates, all within a bee's dick of making it. In the end, man, like it, it's... How do you bounce back from that? Like, is it like I? I guess the only thing I can compare it to is world title fucking runner-ups. Like, you 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 fucking bust your hump your whole life to achieve this goal, and you get that close. And for some people, it galvanizes you. It makes you stronger. You you dig deeper. And I think for other people, as much as you want to think that that's possible, that you can do that it fucking breaks your heart and leaves you just completely broken. And it takes a bit of time to to reconfigure and rebuild. And I think one of the great things about that near miss for you is that you have, I feel like for the first time in a long time, it's really sparked you. Like it's it's been like, a, correct me if I'm wrong, man, but it just feels like it was like, you've had a gut full, like, fuck this, let's go. I'm not, I'm never putting myself in that situation again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So how, how was that for you last year at the tail end? Were you, how are you feeling? Yeah, it, it sucks. And it sucks. And then you, you know, kind of don't feel like surfing for a little bit and you don't want to think about doing a competition for a little bit. And then you go home, you spend some time with your friends and family and then you start surfing again and then you realize how much fun it is. And then, you're ready to go again and then you're hungry so it's just that there's a couple of week period there where it sucks and you're obviously not proud of your result or like where you ended up and you kind of is there is there a sense man just just i'm so curious to know this is there a part of that near miss that feels shameful like you've let other people down like it's not just your own ambition but you kind of feel like i'm just so curious to know because you know like you from from a fan's point of view, we're all just so heartbroken for you. Like no one's judging you, but yeah, um, yeah I, do you, I, like how do you feel about it? Yeah, I, I think um, I'm pretty self-critical, and probably that's something that I've <clears throat> probably had to work on a bit. But I think yeah, the most shame comes from within and the pressure that I put right. on myself, and that's good. All that sort well, of. Well, it's not good, but I mean, it's better <laughs> than feeling like you're letting other people down. <laughs> oh, and don't, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. That, that thought goes through your head, and a million other thoughts go through your head that are very enjoyable. Yeah. But I think it's just being able to decipher those ones and what's a truthful and real feeling, and what's these made up things that are kind of you make it up in your head that are just making you feel shit and not helpful at all. So. Mm. Um, I think just being able to decipher that, and each time I haven't qualified, like, yeah, it hasn't been enjoyable, but um, I feel like I do have this inner belief that oh, you can do it like you're close, you're going to closer and closer. And I guess this start of this year, I, I don't know, I guess it was just really understanding myself and um, knowing what I need to do to, to get to that point and just really understanding uh, myself and pretty much having a clear method and way to, to do that and um, mm. I think it's you know and the first two events and like, they went good for me and that's great but like it's so many ups and downs it's like you gotta yeah. just, you gotta and, and that's the other thing I feel like you just gotta take the the ups the same as the downs otherwise you're just on this fucking head this head noise roller coaster and you're just not sure what you're feeling so yeah, mm. just like trying to, just every situation, just like approach it with this, just like this steady, controlled mindset, and um, yeah, we'll yeah. 
see how, <laughs> see how. Yeah, man. I mean, for, for sure, for sure. And what's um, what are you sort of wary of in this position? Is it a, is it a case for you where? Like, do you guys actually travel with a coach or, or do you have sort of access to HPC coaches? Like, who do you use to sort of, you know, deal with that head noise roller coaster that you're talking about? Because uh, obviously you're a little bit older, so you, you can manage your own emotions and your own thought processes better than you could even five years ago. But, yeah, how do you tap into, you know, being number one on the rankings, six comps to go? You know, there, there's a lot that comes with that. So how do you manage that and who do you sort of lean on when you, you need to sort of just get out of your, your head and just be more in the moment? Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, it's a lot better than the position I was in last year, though. But, uh, that's what I keep reminding myself whenever I have some thoughts around it. It's like, uh, would you rather be leading the rankings with four events to go or would you rather be 73rd with four events to go? And that's what I was last year. So That's right. Sorry. So it's, there's only six events on this year's tour, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's cool. That's so, cool. So, yeah. So, it's like... If, no, that's no, a good what, attitude. No matter what position you're in, you're always going to have different thoughts. And uh, sometimes, yeah, it's funny. Like, you, last year when I was 73rd, coming into these events, I was wishing I was in this position because I was going, oh, it'd be so, so much easier. But like, whatever position you're in, there's always going to be... Your brain's going to make up scenarios and you're going to have thoughts. It's actually just pretty normal. Huh. Like, every, everybody has it, no matter... What you're doing in your life, like whether you're a competitive surfer or, or I don't know, you're, you're a tradie, I'm sure everybody has those moments in their life. Um, it's probably just a bit more under the microscope and a bit more intensified when it's an athlete and you're under pressure situations. But I think that's the part that is so enjoyable at the same time. It's like getting to feel mm. those feelings because they're not going to, you can't be a competitive surfer forever. So just like reminding yourself oh, that man. that's what you're here that, for, that is to a- do. Fantastic attitude, man, and and I, you're so right. You know, like if you're coming last, you're stressing about yeah. having to make up ground. If you're coming first, you're stressing about people coming up behind you. Like it's just fucking, yeah. it's so hard to manage. And I think, yeah. you know, to the credit of um, of all sports science and especially sort of that uh, emotional mental science, it, it's so on on tap. Like you know, they're tapping into the true sort of nature of of this time in your life which is like fuck man you can't do this forever you, you've got such a short short window to enjoy being a professional athlete and if you're not consciously enjoying it then you're going to get to the end and you're going to be feeling like what the fuck was i doing because they were the best times of my life and if yeah. you're so consumed with the fear or the worry then yeah you're not going to be able to probably surf your best like that's exactly. that's really what it comes down to yeah exactly so yeah. yeah man look um give give us uh a little bit of a window into Bolito. like uh what sort of contest is it we've seen events there where there's like backdoorish looking you know barrels and fucking 10 pointers and shit going mad everywhere and then there's other years where it looks like the most diabolical heap of shit you've ever seen <laughs> uh, it sounds like this year is going to be sort of in the latter category. Uh, yeah, so how are you sort of uh, approaching this one, and and yeah, what what is sort of what what can you tell us about the actual comp? You know, even the the feel on the beach. No, no, it's cool. It's a cool feel of the beach here. It's almost like it's um, I don't know if it's school holidays or like it's leavers or something at the moment. But there's so many just got kids around frothing, and all the families are stoked that um, that the comp's on, but. I'm not sure what the waves are going to be like this year. It's been kind of solid the last few days we've been here. Like, and it's um, every year we come here, 
well, like, oh, hopefully it's like that year when it was like eight foot and I think maybe John John won it or something went on the QA. So every yeah. year, every year you come, you're, you're like, oh, hopefully it's like that. But um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it hasn't really been like yeah. that since I've been there. It's kind of almost like a short, uh, almost like East Coast beachy kind of feel and it's one or two turns mm. and has a little bit of punch, breaks off like a little rocky outcrop of um, – rocks and uh yeah i don't know it's it's a it's a fun event and i feel like it's um it's a good vibe here like every all the i love coming to south africa hey it's just um good food Sick, man. Good hey, what's the what's the vibe of the yeah the country like i mean uh that particular region it, it's you know it's changed a lot especially in the last you know 10 years is it how would you describe it uh in some ways, it almost feels like you go back in time a little bit um, with some aspects of the culture. Um, uh, but uh, it's, it's a pretty amazing and pretty untouched country, it almost feels like, around here. Um, it does remind me a little bit, like the ocean and the beaches remind me a little bit of a mix between like an East Coast beaches, but then almost like a West Oz coastline in some ways. Um, mm. But uh, the, the food's amazing, hey? I, I like the food. Like the yeah. meat. We went to a butcher here before, and this is like the most insane um, meat produce. And um, yeah, we're going to have some good, yeah, bar- mate, we're some, have some uh, good barbecues this week. We, uh, I think yeah, we, get some ostrich sausages, India. Yeah, <laughs> we bought about three kilos of biltong as well. <laughs> the boys are just oh, like, yeah. munging into Epic. it. So, uh, I really yeah, like it. Just here. make sure the wit. Make sure the windows and the high carb wind down. That's my advice. Um, mate, uh, like, you know, you're staying there with the Rip Curl team. and um, But but one thing we've really appreciated uh, as surf fans the past few years has been that sort of Aussie camaraderie. Obviously, India's leading the, the women's uh, Changers ratings and there's a good push sort of going on. I, I feel like it's when we hit the road that the Australians sort of galvanise a little bit better. You know, everyone at home's on their own program a little bit more, but... Yeah, I, I think that we saw that 2% thing happening where the, the Americans had finally tapped into sort of like what uh, a, a group culture can do for your performances and, and like what tapping into that Brazilian storm mentality can do. Um, are you feeling that? Are you feeling like the whole team is, is sort of back together and, and the, uh, the Aussies are going to make a you know, concerted push in this one? Yeah, I think, um, I think they definitely will. We all will. Um, it's good, like everybody that I think we were thinking about working out the other day. I think there's 14 Aussies or 14 Aussies and oh no, what is it, 12 Aussies and two Kiwis in the comp. So it's almost like over one eighth of the comp is from Australia, which is pretty cool. So mm. we've definitely got the numbers to put in um, some good performances and get behind each other. And uh, no, it's, it's good. All, all the guys that are traveling and that are qualified from the region are like such such good people so it always makes it a lot easier to get behind your mates when they're good people and everyone's on the same program so yeah I think we're going to put in I think we're going to put in a good effort and if one of the boys is doing well there's going to be 14 people down there on the beach supporting me then that probably more actually I don't know how many didn't work out how many girls are also in the comp but it'd probably be 20, yeah. 20 plus which is pretty cool and um yeah, it's always enjoyable when uh, one of the boys are doing well and you're overseas. Yeah, Chip. Look, man, it's so good to catch up. Uh, we wish you all the very best in this comp, man, and all the very best for the last four events. Uh, 
you know, as I said earlier, it's been a hell of a start to the year. I think that the the rivals win. That's that's no small thing. You know, you're up against uh, some of the all time surfers. That was that was a uh, for our international listeners. Listeners, there was sort of an Australian uh, surfing Australia. It was kind of like a, a video event, wasn't it? Where yeah, you, you got sort of a, a window to sh- surf your home break and uh, had eight QS fucking up-and-comers all against each other and you took that out, which was uh, incredible. But, mate, to see you leave in Australia in number one, it's just so fucking cool. Like, we're, I, I've just been on a fucking mad buzz because, you know, haven't watched your career for so long. It's just where you deserve to be, man. And I, I really hope that this year pans out the way that it, it does for you. And, uh, you know, in addition to that, I know that, nobody is going to stop you from just fucking taking on those big old pits when you get home too. So, you know, it's a glorious surfing life that you live, man, and we wish you all the best over there in Bolito. And, uh, yeah, we're all backing you. Nah, thanks, thanks, Thanks for the chat. It's, uh, yeah, I think this is the year. Is yeah, the year. I hope so, man. I'd love to see you at Chopes. Fuck, I live for that day, man. <laughs> Come on. But, uh, yeah, mate, nah, have, a, have a sick one over there and um, give our – Best to all the boys in the house and the girls who are competing on that Changers for uh, this region. Yeah, I'd love will. to see the Aussies uh, leave South Africa with a few more in that top top. What is it that qualifies now? I don't even remember. Top ten. Isn't top it? ten. Yeah, top ten for the men. I think it's, it's top six or top five for the girls. Um, yeah. No, we gotta we gotta fix that girls situation. That's not enough. But I know. All right, mate. Well, uh, yeah. Take care, Chipo, and um, all the best, mate. Cheers, Bono. Let's get it. Nerdism.